0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Night and the Moon, our podcast where my wife Gabby, hi. and I, hi Gabby, talk <laughs> about the things in our life and the things that we find important, the things that we love and maybe some things that we don't love as well. Yeah. So this week we are going to talk about a few different things. Why don't you kick it off, Gabby, and tell us what we're going to be talking about first?
1: Let's see. We have like a whole list of little topics that we want to talk about. Well, what have we been up to?
0: That's a very good question. As you may well know, we recently got married, so that's mm-hmm. still pretty fresh as far as life events. And Gabby is now insured once again. Woohoo. And Thank you. we are married. So that's that's really the the top on the list. But I do want to say that we had a really fun karaoke party this weekend. Oh, We did. We're still kind of getting used to a post-COVID or I guess a concurrent COVID world where everyone just lives their life and we, we move forward. So this is one of our first larger social gatherings. We had, what, 10 or 11 people?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: And this was just at our house. I have a, a PA system that I use for... Various reasons, but we used it for karaoke and basically set it up in in our downstairs living room and had a bunch of people singing songs.
1: Uh, Old friends and new friends got to mingle and meet. And what was the highlight of the night for you?
0: The highlight of the night was when all the women were singing one way or another. (laughs) Oh, no. Everybody was pretty into it, you could tell.
1: I really feel like we can do that again with, I hate to be the Spice Girl Pusher, but <laughs> that's the only one I know. <laughs> or maybe I should push No Doubt. Maybe that's what I should do.
0: No Doubt would be a really good one.
1: Actually, Just a Girl. Oh, Yeah,
0: okay. that that one should have been, we should have done a No Doubt song. Yeah, I feel like oversight. we
1: stayed to 80s and that's not really necessarily everyone's era. I mean, we are all millennials. Correct. I think most of us.
0: But I do have to say that the 80s has a lot of singable classics that are pretty recognizable.
1: I'm all, I didn't grow up here. I grew up in the, in Mexico and these are not <laughs> popular. <laughs> so that was fun. No, it was really fun.
0: Um, what was your highlight?
1: Well, just the feeling. Just that feeling that the event, the the gathering, seeing everybody smile in their own ways, celebrating and having fun, you know. Yeah. Um, Listening to you sing, (laughs) it's always the highlight. And not only that, but like everybody gets really excited when you sing and you hit certain notes. And so the vibe gets really cool. And then it inspires others to sing, too, you know. So it was a really fun, free night. The extra honorable mention or extra (laughs) highlight was dancing in the full moon with my friends with the girls yes and unfortunately eliza was not there she was down here with you guys (laughs) (laughs) she Uh,
0: chose to keep the music going instead of yeah i will let the moon
1: i know we missed her but maybe next next full moon there's always another full moon (laughs) that is true yeah
0: excellent yeah it was a perfect full new full moon activity and i certainly had fun so hopefully everyone else did too
1: yeah like, I guess in my head, I think, what have you been up to? Like, what's what's in your head? What's going on in your head? Well, What's that thing pacing around in your
0: head? As you know, I started writing a book this week.
1: Mm-hmm. That was last week, I think. Was it? No, mm-hmm. oh, it's, it's
0: hard to keep track. Of. But I know. either way, I...
1: <laughs> Weeks go by so fast. I
0: decided to write a book, and I am by no means qualified to be an author or tell anybody how to live their life, but I do feel compelled to live a musical life. And if I can share any kind of experience that I've had that might encourage someone else to live a musical life, then I'm all for it. So that's kind of what this is.
1: It's a really great idea. I like it.
0: Yeah. And I've got the, the outline sketched out so far in a few chapters and it's on its way. So look out for that shortly or maybe not so shortly well, we don't know yet. <laughs> just don't know. <laughs> yet
1: <laughs> but we are working on something some sort of written goodie, i guess
0: the other thing that i sort of completed i don't know what i consider completed but i have a full album of songs that i'm ready to release to the world and that will be available on spotify and apple music and such
1: we just need to get that uploaded right. So we need an album cover, which is on your my to-do. Your responsibility. My, <laughs> the ball's on my court, I guess. <laughs>
0: Luckily, I have zero graphic design capabilities, so Gabby takes that mantle. Yes, but... and I'm
1: not saying, I mean, if you're a graphic designer and you see it and you think it's lame, just look at it as ironic and then you'll think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. might. <There> you <laughs>
0: no, I love your graphic design. Thank you, baby. That's pretty much the final touch needed on the album. I might add some more tracks to some of them. I don't know. Everything to me is a work in progress and releasing music is it's almost like sacrilege because it's never perfect and it's almost never finished
1: i I knew you were doing all of those things, but I guess my question was, what's going on in your head like what's <laughs> what's that one thing that like occupies your mind?
0: Well, I hate to admit that work occupies a lot of my mind, but it does. I think about ways that I can solve problems at my job. But beyond that, when I'm trying to think about the things that make me happiest, I'm thinking about gear and stuff down in this room Uh that no one can see. But this is my music paradise and We just so happened to record our podcast in it. I could spend all day here if I had the time. That's what I think of. I think of how can I make this room better?
1: That's what I thought it was without you saying it. But I do see you looking for gear at any given downtime. (laughs) Yeah. So I I am very similar to you when it comes to vintage shopping and specific items. I'm, I'm the same way i guess i just wondered if it, if my your assumption was correct. my assumption was actually correct or not yeah
0: i would say i think about the things in this room above most other things in places and i have no complaints about this room i think it's great but i'm always trying to make things better and
1: yeah, what well, can you add to it or improve?
0: At this point, you see a ton of cables on the floor and everywhere, and the <laughs> poor cable management is something to be ashamed of. But I I honestly don't know how else to have eight microphones on the room at any given time and not have a mess of cables. It's The technology just isn't there yet. We're not wireless. I
1: think we need to take a cue from Slash and his... slash and miles kennedy and the conspirators because they are completely wireless (laughs) and maybe that's what we need i don't know
0: (laughs) well there's a a slight difference and i know this may be hard to perceive but there's a slight difference between slash and myself
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what could it be
0: (laughs) Uh, besides the millions of dollars of value that comes with the slash name there's a certain team of roadies that follow that (laughs) dude around to make sure that his guitars play the best at any given time. And, you know, I'm so glad to be able to see that kind of stuff in in action because it, it helps you understand, number one, that these professionals are professional for a reason. And two, they're not on their own. They have a whole team of people that it's their job to make sure that Slash looks, sounds, and I don't know, maybe smells the, the appropriate way. And <laughs> and in a show like that, you see it all come together and it's pretty cool.
1: I mean, yes, it was really cool to see that. That's, I think, my only show that I've seen where it was completely wireless for all of the instruments. And I think to me, this was the highest stakes where the instruments could not fail. Because it yeah. didn't matter how Miles Kennedy, he sings amazing, but it didn't matter his performance or the performance of the others. But Slash was also wireless. And I was just, I don't feel that I see you put too much faith in your wireless <laughs> uh, device for your guitar. So the fact that, that I saw Slash come out, I thought it was like really risky. I was scared.
0: That's interesting. And you're, you're right. You're not incorrect because... Any wireless device is as good as a few things. The battery that's in it, uh-huh. the battery has to number one be charged and two last a full show. And then the um, the other problems that come with it are you're in a different place every night, a different sh- different show in a different theater. And there's all kinds of crap in old theaters like made of metal that can interfere with a radio transceiver signal. So you never know. It seems like it, it's always a crapshoot, but they, they seem to have it dialed in pretty well. It's bananas. <laughs> it's also me. the absolute pinnacle of what music gear is at this point. Like I, I think any act that big like Metallica or Aerosmith or even Justin Bieber or Machine Gun Kelly, i bet they're 100% wireless too. But you think so i would imagine i
1: don't i i don't know about metallica though like
0: definitely metallica i feel like
1: those guys wouldn't trust that no thing. no
0: <laughs> i've seen tons of videos they perform they do hundreds of shows every year and they're, they're all 100 percent wireless
1: it's because they like to move in the stage and stuff and not yeah
0: there's there are downsides to wires too i mean you yeah. have a wire on you then there's two points of failure you got the connection to the guitar and the connection to the amplifier, and then there's the whole wire in between. So. Yeah,
1: like the. I wonder how many band members have tripped. I mean, it's got to be so many.
0: <laughs> or have been electrocuted from uh-huh. a, a live wire just going on a stage when it's raining, or exactly some old hockey arena or something. Yeah. So wireless is awesome, but I think it comes at a great expense.
1: How did we get to wireless? <laughs> <It's>, what?
0: <laughs> well, we we're talking about the room. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my abhorrent wires for all eight microphones i have around the room
1: (laughs) yeah that's right well i guess we can't be slash
0: well what's the one thought on your mind since you've gotten mine
1: oh um i feel like i have a million but i'm getting ready to paint the house we're getting ready to do that and i guess i'm just trying my best to think what paint goes where (laughs) and i just want the place to look really homey and comfortable for us
0: yeah the notion of painting a house to me is way easier than selecting the colors (laughs) so i'm gonna leave that up to you and hope hopefully you don't mind that i defer to you with colors but i just don't have the color sensibility to say this color would look excellent on this wall in this house for all eternity (laughs) that's
1: and i was first trying to go through statement walls or something which i think some people do it really well but i think that we just don't have the length in the ceilings for us to have big statement walls because we have like a shorter roof i guess or a lower roof yeah and our so, ceilings
0: are not really tall
1: so i'm just thinking a lighter color to just make it big and open, open. It up mm-hmm.
0: and i will help you paint however you need as long as I don't have to select the colors yeah
1: and I think we already are lucky too because we have a lot of colors already from the previous owners who just left a lot of paint so we're starting there Um, I guess that's going on in my mind and I'm also I guess I just you know the podcasts are on my mind thinking about projects that I want to do and then trying to keep them on my mind and not doing my best to write them down I think. No. So that's why you see me now <laughs> grabbing this because I wanted to, to write down a to-do list for myself for tomorrow just so I can get on a good role. But I mean, it's 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 getting there. I think that the fact that, you know, I don't have a job, I am struggling with like all the things I want to do all at once and feeling like if they don't get done all in one day, I'm like a huge failure. <laughs>
0: well don't think that i know that it's it's there's a lot that you want to do and you're right you can't just jump into all of them at once it has to be you know bite off what you can chew here and there and yeah eventually a routine will will kind of happen onto itself i think
1: Uh, yeah i think for sure right now i have to rely on writing down making lists so i can get the things i need to get done and get a good little routine going hopefully soon so that's what's been on my mind. It's just like lots of little lanes.
0: <laughs> little threads that little need threads. to be gathered together.
1: Yeah. And then always thrifting specific.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: My my perfect wardrobe, hopefully one day.
0: What piece are you looking for specifically? Or which priority? one did I buy lately? <laughs>
1: I don't know what. Hold on. Let me think if I'm looking. Oh, well, I'm always looking for a good cognac color, low heel, knee high (laughs) suede boot. It's very specific.
0: (laughs) That's a lot of things.
1: Yes. That's a lot of things, but you can find them if you really look for them.
0: Well, I appreciate your specificity too, (laughs) because it's easy to settle for what two or three of those things and say, oh, close enough. And then kind of regret buying it. Mm -hmm. so which i've done in the past yeah you got to stick to your guns and only buy things that you love
1: yeah and and like specific like i don't want it to be slouchy or do i want it to be i don't know i i gotta look at it i gotta see it (laughs) i'll know when i see it and hopefully it won't be too much money (laughs) (laughs) because suede can be ridiculous sometimes but i mean i'm looking for good deals how like uh my mom would say in spanish the three b's las tres Bs. Bueno, bonito y barato, <laughs> which means good, pretty, and cheap.
0: <laughs> There's a similar saying, kind of with regards to bicycle stuff. Uh-huh. Only it's not positive. It's like uh light, strong, and cheap. Choose two; those are your options.
1: <laughs> Choose two because you can't get all three you can't in get one all bike. Three, no. So then, your best option is to pay more
0: yes is usually get the light and strong and ditch the cheap and <laughs> suck it up
1: what's the cheapest
0: well you can buy a bike for 50 bucks if you no, no, no
1: no what's the cheapest with still the other two you're like no it doesn't
0: it depends these days is it's different because it, pretty much every single bike is okay and you can get a really good bike for two thousand dollars which seems like a lot of money still <laughs>
1: yeah it's like a little more and you can get a car yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I
1: don't know these days if you can actually get a car for 3000 but I bought my current car for $3,000. <laughs> and it's still going. $3,100.
0: So you can definitely pay more for a bike, but mm-hmm. I would say $2,000 on the used market, you could get a nice like 2015 or 16 pretty nicely specced bike. Cool.
1: I don't think it's for me, but <laughs> I'll leave it all for you. Well, and, thank you. And I enjoy your um, GoPro videos you make. <laughs>
0: yeah that's a fun tool as well
1: oh my gosh you're gonna have to do a 360 one
0: yes that is true that would be cool yes i got a gopro max camera as well to work with
1: max our dog little update on maxie max date yeah well what do you think max date he's on a date oh
0: yeah i think we kind of clued folks in last time but if you haven't heard our beagle max well he's 11 or 12 years old Kind of 13. 13, yeah, It's unknown, <laughs> we'll say, because he was adopted as an adult and the vet assumed he was around five years old. That was six years ago. So we're like eh, 11, maybe
1: 12. Yeah, but that maybe. was six years ago. But we, you said that three years ago, though. <laughs> so you got to add.
0: <laughs> so he might be a little bit older. But either way, yeah. he was diagnosed with prostate cancer recently. So our poor little pooch is starting to encounter some health issues and we are trying our best to make him comfortable and to help him fight the cancer
1: yeah but the good thing which the doctor told us or told me is that dogs don't know they have cancer which is so cool to think about it because he doesn't dwell he just does what he needs to do like if he's hungry he's hungry if he needs to pee he'll let you know or if he needs to sleep he'll just sleep he needs to cuddle he'll cuddle he just does what he needs so it's a good example if i ever am am as sick as you know he might be i hope to have that same attitude
0: yeah he's a good teacher Mm -hmm. but he has been undergoing rounds of chemotherapy intravenously and he's had three so far three of five right
1: um, so for this one, they didn't actually tell me how many rounds he's going to get, which is actually a question I we had been pondering.
0: So I guess they kind of make that determina- determination after a few rounds.
1: Yeah, I think that they go, because there was an option of just doing the five round one, but we're not doing that one. We're doing another one in that one. I believe actually she did say there was six rounds. I, I'll ask ne- next time I call.
0: All right. Well, either way. He's in the middle of it, and he's doing really well, surprisingly, or not surprisingly, but he could be doing worse, and we're glad that he's not. He is peppy and full of vinegar, as it were, and he eats his food happily. And he demands. And demands food at specific hours of the day. (laughs) So I'd say, you know, give him your best wishes and thoughts and prayers and all that, but overall he's doing well and we're also giving him a bunch of supplements and mushrooms to hopefully attack this thing from all sides
1: yeah and he's pretty lively to be honest and rowdy and i i feel like i even see him walk up the stairs a little bit better maybe even after this third round i feel like he looks better so we'll see how next week treats him because whenever there is some sort of difference it's like the week after the therapy so that's when he his energy gets a little low
0: yeah so there's your max update for the week hopefully the next time you hear about it it will be good news of remission but at this point we're we're right in the middle of it so we wanted to dive a little bit into a little bit of our lives and what we're up to and a big part of that is what entertainment are you consuming and we tend to gravitate towards a few shows that I don't know if you can qualify them under a certain banner or not but witchy (laughs) yeah let's just say they're witchy but we've been watching one specific show recently and just finished it and this is a show from the I guess mid to late 2000s so it's It's not a new show by any means but hbo's big love which is
1: not witchy at all
0: (laughs) it's it's kind of bitchy we'll say (laughs) it sure is bitchy but if you haven't watched big love i kind of encourage it i think it's a really interesting view into something that's pretty close to us and that's utah and not us us (laughs) no we're not polygamists by any means but we live in the state of utah and the whole thing takes place and i believe is shot in utah Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of local ties for us and then the the character development i think is very interesting as well but what would be your favorite part of big love
1: i think that I think that Chloe Sevigny's acting is my favorite part. And she's honestly just watching her story develop. And just like, she's so fucked up. (laughs) And she plays that character so well. Like to play someone fucked up, it's crazy. It's crazy to even go there and to just be crazy jealous, but crazy in other ways too. It's just such a great extreme. I really like the acting. And yeah. um, what's the name of the guy? The main Bill. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. He played a Mormon man really well too. For what I I'm not Mormon myself, but I've worked with a lot of Mormon men. I live in Utah, so I don't know. He just really embodied like their mild kindness. Yeah. Well,
0: I agree, and that's that's a really difficult thing to capture if you mm-hmm. don't live here or have any view into that community. I thought that they portrayed Mormonism pretty fairly, and they weren't all that friendly to it. There's a lot of kind of sanctimonious bullshit that happens up amongst, you know, suburban churchgoers in any community, but the Mormon church has its fair share of that as well.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I wonder how true that is, because to be honest, since I've never been a member of the church, I've never experienced any of that, but I have heard I mean, people just kind of like, people kind of meddle in your business. And that's like in any community too, but.
0: Yeah. And I guess I should also make the same disclaimer. I'm not an LDS or Mormon person, so I don't have any experience there, but I've, I've seen enough Mormon Karens to know.
1: Yes. But even even that like the three different characters they're all played so differently like the girl that plays the younger girl she does such a great job Mm -hmm. i think that just the cast is a really good cast
0: hbo is a very good network when Mm -hmm. it comes to series and obviously it has other entertainment but i just really like hbo's in-house series a lot
1: they really do prioritize acting over maybe perhaps looks
0: yeah big love was a good watch Mm-hmm.
1: And we just started the thing about Pam, yeah, which that's is also correct, which is something that kind of, I don't know. It's like every podcast series that has been really popular, they're making a whole, they're Boy. making a live action documentary for each one of those.
0: I think it shows how much of an influence the podcast at large has <laughs> on kind of media these days. And I think it used to be looked on as kind of a small niche. Where people get very specific entertainment. I think true crime has and exposing scams have been two of the main yeah. drivers for the success of podcasts is people can't get enough of those stories and they're they lend themselves very well to episodic listening and it is interesting that they start from a real story that was told just through words but then it then translated onto the screen mm-hmm. where in the past we would have like books that might have been translated into movies but typically people would just write screenplays and start with the movie but yeah maybe they're running out of ideas and
1: no i think that's
0: stranger than fiction
1: it's true but i think a lot of these like for example the thing about pam the thing about pam could have been just something that was created even as a TV documentary, as it's always been done for t- by 2020 and stuff like that. And then the audio got turned into a podcast. I'm not sure if that's the case, but it has happened with some of the 2020 episodes. I believe that this one was an entire podcast that was made specifically to be a podcast.
0: And then it, yeah, it got purchased, the, the story got purchased by NBC and turned mm-hmm. into a series. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you'll start to see more and more of that due to the fact that some of these podcasts are wild (laughs) yeah they
1: are it's crazy right now um when it comes to these scam podcasts because they're the ones i like to listen to the most i think um i've been listening to clever story which is about the story about mushrooms and um psychedelics Mm. and they kind of go over all the dirty naughty things the actual trainers and guides that guide you through your mushroom experience um, have done and kind of exposing the crimes that have been swept under the rug i think it's really really good a good listen if you're especially interested in taking mushrooms and having a guided experience with someone you you might not know
0: yeah that's that's a wise thing to advise people to look more into i guess
1: and that goes even with um
0: just regular ayahuasca oh. yeah or
1: yeah any therapy reiki anything like that in general my my point of view when it comes to anything spiritual and maybe tan has an, another idea but for me in general the point of view is like if this person is offering you something that they tell you you don't have then just kind of that's a huge red flag red flag <laughs> you have everything you need and if this person is telling you that you need to get high to be complete or something i mean i don't know do your homework and see
0: <laughs> well no i think there's something there in that it's easy to sell spirituality and it's easy to sell spiritual experiences through the use of psychedelics and yes they can be used and are used for spiritual purposes but they can be abused just like anything else mm-hmm. so i guess it comes down to use your judgment and follow your heart <laughs> if you're gonna do drugs yeah
1: yeah <laughs> definitely and do your research
0: yeah follow your heart and like your gut i guess is probably a better way to say it if you feel like something's not right then you have the willing the will and the ability to say no thanks maybe next time
1: yeah in some of the cases i mean i don't want to spoil the podcast but there was like this girl that took a trip out of the united states and she went to i believe it was ecuador and she was drugged there but she was put under a drug That kind of takes her will away and it brainwashed her throughout. The whole time she was there, that guy was raping her and she couldn't get away. Definitely trust your gut if you get like a a feeling of fear.
0: Yeah, it's not worth forcing those types of experiences.
1: Because I think what's making mushrooms so popular right now, especially as like, a, you know, like in the past there's been spiritual retreats. But you can be a person that's super shut off and you don't have an experience like or you you just don't have an experience that's out of this world. But I think with if you do a mushroom workshop or retreat for sure, get some sort of experience like the promise of the experience is actually there. So I think that that draws people into it because they're like, well, I know for sure the mushrooms are going to bring me something <laughs> Something's going to happen. Yeah. And I, and I get it. I understand why you would do that. I mean, people need be to be safe. Do research. Be safe. Yeah. And listen to Clever Story.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And listen to our podcast. We won't tell you about any kinds of (laughs) scams or stories here. Mm -mm. Only, I guess, by proxy (laughs) when we talk about what we're listening to. Secondhand. Secondhand
1: listening. I think when it comes to entertainment, that's pretty much all we do. Is there something that you watch without me? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, just no
0: i watch the trogley's guitar show <laughs> well i watch YouTube. that with you <laughs> you do watch it with me most of the time um yeah i think the only thing that i watch without you is instructional video on how to use all the stuff that i have here but it's mostly trogley and his stupid gibsons
1: <laughs> they're not stupid no but they all look the same <laughs> i think you should know that what that burst
0: <laughs> there's a lot of bursts
1: what do you think about what's going on in the world
0: (laughs) that's a very loaded question i guess but if you're listening to this i don't know whenever we release it then
1: 2022
0: chances are good that there is a war happening in ukraine currently i hope that it's over by the time you're listening to this but it's hard to say what's going to happen nowadays my analysis of the situation is that russia was feeling butthurt about the fact that ukraine was drifting further and further away and it decided instead of letting ukraine become more part of europe it would just take it back and reunite the soviet union or russia as it was in vladimir putin's mind and he staged a bunch of propaganda and bullshit to justify it including the uh, the genocides and all of that mm-hmm. and the chemical wa- wars that's all made up and that's all unfortunately propagated by some journalism quote unquote here in the united states and it causes all kinds of problems but th- obviously the biggest problem is that russia is outwardly aggressive towards its neighbor and you know family ukraine and it's not doing a very good job of of ending the war. It seems like their military is ill-prepared to take on an even lesser-prepared army of Ukraine, but all of their tanks seem to be stuck in the mud, and their trucks seem to be running out of fuel, and their soldiers are running into the woods and abandoning Just... their posts. Wow. And uh, that's not what you hear in Russia, obviously, or Fox News, but it's happening and it's being verified and some actual journalism is exposing how poorly Russia is doing in this effort to dominate Ukraine. So I feel, number one, sad for Ukraine because it sucks to have a bully going to your house and fucking your shit up and that's exactly what russia is doing they're destroying thousands of years of history and in a country which is essentially part of their own heritage and and it, it just kind of defies all logic and so there's that and then there's the idea that it does affect the world like there's no such thing as A conflict that happens in the world that doesn't affect us anymore and the more people can see that that everything is connected even if it's just from an economical standpoint oh the cost of gas has gone up you know that's one of the very tangible ways that we're seeing this conflict affect the economy but there's hundreds of other ways and probably unreported is going just the Hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people whose lives have been upended for absolutely no good reason. So that's my take on the global situation. Do you have a different take?
1: Maybe people are really tired. COVID and the war are dragging on people. It's too much. And we're not even truly living it. We're just getting, you know, the wave of news and maybe even friends and family members who might have. know family living there but in the most case i think that the way that we feel it here is energetically it's it's a lot
0: yeah i agree whenever there's a full-on war the collective energy takes a hit or is jolted or shocked and there's shock waves that are resultant from that and we're still kind of in the middle of it and and like you said, COVID still isn't really over.
1: No, I mean, I heard that there's a new strain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a that's, new strain. That's it,
1: picking up. Was it in Japan? No, or where? it's
0: it's Europe, I think, and here. It, it, it it's is already here. here. It is. I think it's comprising like 25% of the cases here. So wow, it's already here. But the fact that COVID is kind of an afterthought is just do that's like you hit the nail on the head people are tired people are tired of it tired of the precautions tired of the death that's happened or just the upending of people's lives because of that so there's some grief or global grief that can't really happen because here we are in another global conflict and everybody is i guess trying to do their best to de-escalate it except for russia but doesn't seem to be working and you just got to hope that russia sucks so bad that their military runs out of gas (laughs) and decides that this is not worth it and just boots putin's ass to the curb
1: and we don't mean russia as i mean we don't mean russia as the entire country of russians yeah yeah, no The, the
0: russian people are unfortunately very isolated from reality based on the media that they're they're spoon-fed.
1: And that's honestly, our that opinion is also based on the reality that we've been fed. So who, the, <laughs> that's who <true>. knows? <laughs>
0: that's also true. But still, it, the fact remains that we're all seeing this through a filter. Mm-hmm. And I guess it comes down to just trying to be the most compassionate person in your own life as you can and hopefully offset some of the garbage that's in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> if you're appalled by any kind of war or military conflict or aggression, then I suggest that you try to find the positive in it or in in something else and really be a compassionate person if you're given the opportunity to.
1: Yeah, when there's a global war, I would say it's a great time to kind of look, you know, pick your battles and like what's not even important to fight about. you know, dumb shit. It's just not worth it when, like, peop- like you can see where it can escalate. Like, it,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> every war <laughs> can start like that, you know, mm. out of nothing. And it escalates to something.
0: Yeah, escalation is the opposite of progress when it comes to any conflict. And I think that the only way to deflate conflict is with compassion. And Ukraine has obviously tried that, and they're up against a a bigger bully than anyone ever thought yeah so i think russia the the government of russia has some real repairing to do with its own people with the world and it's it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in the end
1: we're living in so much uncertainty if war was to come to us today or tomorrow i would want to think that i can be like if I'm here, I guess I guess I don't even know how I'm trying to say this, but I guess I'm here and there's no war, and so I'm trying my best to be calm and prepare in case something like that happens, and if it does come, then I'll continue to try my best and prepare to whatever else <laughs> comes, because it's kind of just like at this moment, at this point, life is no longer smooth sailing, like it just isn't anymore, and I think it's just our new normal. Yeah, and we're yeah. just like in the middle of getting used to it of getting used to the choppy ass waters that we have now and that's just the world
0: uh, well and i know that this is maybe not a popular opinion but i do think that one of the main drivers of that moving forward is going to be the the global climate catastrophe that Absolutely. will slowly or is a slowly unfolding and these easy peasy places to live are not going to be as easy to live in And there's going to be some serious reckoning when it comes to huge populaces getting access to water or clean water, I guess, and food and shelter even, medicines. I don't know. It's uh, the brink that we're on is much smaller than most people want to to give it credit, I think. Yes. But again,
1: it's like only time will tell. And the only thing we can do right now is to prepare the best way we can and to live, I guess, try our best to live in like the moment. And I mean, if you ask me, I'm going to tell you to meditate, I guess. That's yeah,
0: Yeah. And if you ask me, I'm going to tell you to choose compassion. And that's not always easy, especially when times are at their toughest and Maybe resources are at their slimmest, but you got to hope that compassion will win out and conflicts are best left in the past, not perpetuated.
1: But we should probably (laughs) close it up with something much lighter, much more lighthearted. I have a question for you. Alrighty. What is the cutest thing you've seen one of the animals do this week? (laughs)
0: I think every single thing that they do that I see is cuter than anything else in the world. But whenever any of them, Jack Max or Smokey, puts their little hand on their nose and tries to, like, you know, (laughs) scratch their nose or whatever they do with their little hand. Uh I always love when they try to use their paws like hands.
1: Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, today of all days, Max was doing something like that. He was sort of gripping the wagon we were pulling him on. <laughs> oh yeah. His little paw. It was really cute. We didn't take a picture, but it was cute. Believe me, the beagle paw was gripping and he yes. has big old paws.
0: <laughs> what so, is your cutest?
1: That purpose? the the beagle paw. <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah. And I think I also like it when uh it's mainly it mainly happens to Jack because he's got floppy ears. Oh. But well, when he falls asleep and the, the ear flops and it <laughs> points, like a little pointy ear yeah. dog, it's so cute.
0: He sure is.
1: I mean, they all do really cute things. Smokey, I mean.
0: He's got a little trucker arm. Oh, my God.
1: So, yeah. What sort of cute things your animals do? <laughs> we
0: would love to know.
1: We really don't care. We just care about our own <laughs> three animals, and
0: that is true. You're not supposed to tell them
1: that. Well, I mean, if there's a beagle picture, we'll look at it. And <laughs> we'll really, look
0: at it and go, oh, Aw. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> cute
1: if it's a beagle and a cat we'll also go like oh Aw. oh
0: yeah i approve of beagles and cats and photographs
1: mm-hmm. and blonde labradors
0: yeah so that's what's going on in our world and we'll have more episodes where we just talk about random ass things and yeah
1: just random topics
0: hopefully you guys will like listening to them and yeah. Otherwise, stay tuned for next week's episode where we, I believe, will focus on creating a song.
1: Ooh. Yes, that episode should be coming out soon. Maybe one day we'll do... We're working on maybe doing some live streams too so you can tune in and join us and listen to that. Maybe a live meditation at one point because Tan and I like to do that. So... Well. Oh, today is... We're recording on the day of the solstice, just so you know. Today. Oh. It's so happy solstice
0: happy solstice thank you and this podcast is a showcase for all things gabby and tanner so i think having a bit of music on here will fulfill my side of things and gabby will bring her meditation skills and we'll talk about everything in between yes so thank you for listening we greatly appreciate you tuning in to hear us talk about various things
1: yes thank you so much for listening and i'll link on the show notes the stuff we talked about the podcast and all of that
0: so check that out and if you would like to hear more of our content feel free to subscribe to this podcast as well as gabby's other various podcasts
1: the mindful luna and the lonely girl lifestyle
0: and we hope to see you on the next one